The following podcast has been rated listener MA. It contains strong language, violence, adult situations, nudity. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Unfiltered Sportscast. I am your host, Scotty German, Scooter McGurman, alongside Nobody's me. ever going to call you that. No. Why not? It's a stupid fucking nickname. No. Go on. Okay. <laughs> alongside me, as usual, I have two very, very excellent stand-up comedians here in the Wichita so area. Good. So good. Amazing. For, yeah. First to my left, we have the 1984 Kingman County T-Ball Defensive Player of the Year Award winner, Mr. Jeremy Joseph. Hi, Scotty. Hey. Long time no see. Yeah, fuck off. And then a uh, much better stand-up comedian, also to my left. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Totally kidding. No, it's not. He's serial. No. I mean, it's true. (laughs) No, it's not. It doesn't make it any less mean. (laughs) No, he's wearing shittier clothes and, uh, you know, threw a jersey on my guitar. We like to call him the wreck, Mr. Derek Alders. Hey, what's going on, Scotty? Oh, you know, you're just defacing my property. Well, that's what I like to do. Yeah. Wait till you see what I did to your toilet. Oh, Mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no pun, literally pun intended yeah. oh, okay god jackson put, pollock the bull he, he put a cubs jersey in it, oddly <laughs> enough, that's exactly <laughs> yes where it belongs <laughs> guys this is actually a really special occasion we are actually on vacation right now uh we decided to do this episode a little bit early uh and then uh, release it to you when we are on vacation so that way uh, we can enjoy ourselves and still give you guys an episode so that way you know, you don't miss us. We're live from Bosnia. Right. <laughs> but let's let's not re- let them realize that this isn't real life. How about that game? Yeah, that game? Oh, that fuck. one. That was a good oh, game. Shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was the best thing I ever saw. If only you guys could have seen it, too. Did you, did you see the hit that guy got? That yeah. was nuts. He, he sure yeah. Did. Off of that yeah. pitch? Yeah, off of that pitch. Yeah. Oh, dude, On it, that count? I mean, yes. he, he threw it from like 60 feet away. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. 60 feet, 6 inches. Yeah. Like, yeah, God, like I didn't even get up that close to measure. Yeah, uh, yeah. man, man. Yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing. It, it was the best. Anyways, and then that other thing. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, and that catch. The guy oh, had that catch. Oh yeah. This could go on forever. How, yeah. How this, did you call this that two-hour episode of this? Yeah. Oh, exactly. I remember when I said that he's gonna hit it and the guy's gonna catch it. Yeah. <laughs> I said it. I said it before he even pitched. <laughs> Fucking Oracle. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oracle. For sure. Yes. Fortune teller. Oral. Mm. Or, oral. 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 Oracle. Oral master. Right. Oracle. Or, oral master. Or, or, We're going to go with that. Oracle, because I can predict the future of how my oral sex sessions are going to go, <laughs> they're going to be disappointing. Excellent. Uh-huh. Excellent. But anyways, guys. You're uh, working on that gag <laughs> reflex, though. You're going to get there. <laughs> Oh, we're going that way. All yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going we're going balls deep. Sure. <laughs> Old tickle chin over here. That's that's what we call them. That's right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I keep this, by the way. That's a, that's that's to prevent chafing. Uh, Jesus. Anyways, uh in, in all seriousness, we, we wanted to actually do a, a listener's appreciation show where where they don't have any rules. I don't have any rules. Uh-uh. We're going to go off on tangents. We're going to start somewhere in somewhere else uh, for you guys uh, so we can have a show that you guys get to listen to. And, you know, we're not going to have any rules, but most of it's going to probably be a bunch of grab ass. What about filters? We're putting filters? Uh, We never have filters. No filters. No filters. When we were before Boulevard, bitches. (laughs) Yes. Dude, that's true. That's true. Boulevard Wheat came out with a fucking unfiltered commercial. Unfiltered bastards for their unfiltered wheat beer. And they just go off about how no filters whatsoever. I guarantee you they 
at least have one or two filters or filtration processes that they, oh, yeah. they have to. Or else there'd be barley in your fucking beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're lying. Yeah, and, well, one of the filters is is actually an an old pair of Dave Boulevard's boxer shorts. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he's the founder of Boulevard Wheat Beer, Dave Boulevard. I don't give a shit. All right. Well, <laughs> just saying. Way, way to yes and. <laughs> well, Here we go. That's how it's done. But with with this this uh, show, uh, I mean, normally we're we're I'm my job. My job is to is to keep everybody on track, going down straight line. There's not going to be any of that. And his other job too is before the show, he's a fluffer. <laughs> right. I can't. I don't know about you, Derek. Oh, wait, I cannot do that's, this show without an erection. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to be hard. Uh, that's fucking hard. weird. Uh, that's yeah. the only way my pants stay up. Yeah. Yeah. I left my belt at home. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how. You, okay. I just All stick right. my dick through the zipper hole. Yeah. And I'm, they don't fall down. I use yeah. rubber gloves. So sure you do. I have to. Right. Well, I, I appreciate you clenching my ass with rubber gloves. You're welcome. Only You're because welcome. he knows I'm allergic to latex. God, my balls hurt, but it feels. <laughs> it's a good kind of hurt. Yeah, it's the, a, it's the irritation those, getting you yet? Right, that along with the open sores that are already there. Oh, well, Jesus. <laughs> well, not only that, but also I, I do that cough test just to make sure that all of us are healthy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do it on myself and then do it to you, gentlemen. Derek, you... you Dr. McGurman. Oh, yeah. Man. I Dr. Mean, Scooter. I mean, seriously, it's like a Tic Tac. Would you go to a Dr. Scooter? <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. No, I wouldn't either. No. I would go He's once. probably fucking with you. I don't think I would even buy a scooter from a guy named Scooter. No. He no, sells the best on the... ones. Oh, no, he doesn't. That, yeah, he that does. guy sells generic scooters. What? Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah, I would buy it from, like, you know, uh, Sydney Spree. That's a brand-specific damn good scooter. A Honda Spree? Oh. What? A Honda Spree. It's a small scooter. Sprees that... are candy that maybe not are They sure out. are. Oh, yeah. they're sweet but sour. But they're not sweet. And they're also things killers go on. Right. Yes, they go on sprees. Yes. So yes, there's, there's really no such thing as a bad spree. No. 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 Right. No. Mm-mm. No. A shooting spree, killing spree. Hit, is it hitting spree? Is what I want of them? No, that's a streak. Oh, that's a streak. Yeah, yeah you're right. right. But like, a candy underwear, spree. streak, underwear, mm-hmm. sprees, killers. Got it. Mm-hmm. Totally got it. Boxer shorts, Boulevard unfiltered. Right. <laughs> stank right. seven. It all comes right <laughs> back home. Seven? Boulevard stank seven. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so much better than Boulevard Stank Six. How much better? Yeah. One. Yeah. I, I do I math. I'm sure that they probably tried seven times to make really good beer, and the sixth one wasn't. It was actually a mistake. I've, I've, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. The oh, Tank cool. Seven was a mistake. I took that tour. Uh, there's filters, but uh, <laughs> see, yeah, lion sacks of shit. Yeah, they said Tank Seven. I think they were trying to make like the farmhouse ale or, or something, and it, mm. it was a fuck up. And so, but people liked it. No, they're yeah. I can't remember. What, I think it was the farmhouse. But yeah, they fucked up. People liked it, and they're like, "Yeah, all right, we'll just keep it." So, all right, cool. I've never actually tried Boulevard. Is it any good? Um, it's it, filtered. It's filtered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can almost taste the filter. Sometimes they'll put hunks of filter <laughs> yeah. exactly. in the beer. I've had a screen on the top of my bottle before when I pop the thing. When I pop the cap. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like a, sometimes there's a little screen in there to filter it, and I'm like, "This sure. is I didn't pay for this." <laughs> right. Right. They call it pulp. It's yeah. not. No. Mm-mm. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, uh, we're going to give uh, – th- this show is mainly going to be about all of us, a lot of the stories that we have. I mean, we we do this show uh, acting like we actually know something about sports. We actually do know a lot about sports. Yeah, we we're fucking l- watching Cornhole Live right now. We mm. actually are. It's, it's not, not even live, bullshit. Well, is it? That's taped. Nah, it's, it's got to be, be taped. taped. I don't yeah. know. It's got to be taped. This is the fucking Dennis Hayden match, and it's – 
Team Dennis Hayden is is a they're they're my odds on favorite to yeah, win this. I don't thing. know. Hisner Henderson are they're pretty. That's too difficult to say. Have this is you, what I have to deal have with. Have you seen Henderson's airmails? See why we had tried yes. to do this? He had yeah, to keep I've, him on track and shit. I've and actually got exactly a half hour loop of Henderson's airmails, just <sighs> one right after the other. Yeah. And my ringtone is actually Henderson uh, audio of him yelling out, just airmail. <laughs> and I mean, it's a nice ringtone. It's got a nice rhythmic, soothing feel to it. But God, uh, yours is way better. My ringtone is my dad telling me how disappointed he is in me. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. but that's expected. Yeah. Well, I I used to have a ringtone of your dad telling me how disappointed he was in you. Uh, <laughs> it made me so happy when he called. It just gets old after a while. It's like, we know. We know. Yeah, Dad. Yes, I amounted we... to nothing. I understand. <laughs> We've seen him. Podcast. I hear you yeah. talking to mom upstairs every night about it. <laughs> and hearing her go, yeah. Yeah, she's tired of hearing it, too. Yeah, we should kick him out. I get it. Shut <laughs> up, He Eric needs Stanley. a real job. I understand. Well, I mean, on this show, we we make picks, we make predictions, we do a lot of stuff like that, but we don't really get to go into a lot of the stories and a lot of the fun stuff that we all talk Because we, we know each other personally. This is not just, you know, something, you know, thrown together. We, we hang out with each other on a regular basis. I mean, whenever Jeremy doesn't have to fucking work. Right. I do work a lot. I'm a very hard worker. Uh, yeah. It sucks because we Motivated. miss you there. Yeah. We miss I, you. I know you do. And that's, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Is that what it is? I don't know. I heard that somewhere. I read it on a t-shirt and it was a shitty t-shirt. <laughs> See? That's probably <laughs> shitty. But uh, we do. We've got we've got a lot of stories that we wanted to tell you guys, at least to get to know us. I mean, we, we really haven't gone over really anything about ourselves. I mean, we really haven't had the chance to. There's been so much stuff going on in sports other than, especially for, for those of you that, that don't know, whenever you're trying to do a sports show uh, after the Super Bowl, it sucks. It's really hard. It's difficult. There's not a lot of shit to talk about. There's the NBA, and then before that, there's... Uh, you know, other than the NBA and like the middle of college basketball, there's really not a whole lot to go off. It's of. regular season shit. It's regular and season. Something shit. very interesting has to happen. Yeah. Airmail. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, cornhole. There is cornhole. There yes. is cornhole. But I think cornhole. Cornhole is a year round event. For, sure. For the people throwing bags at at uh, little boards, and then also that's because those wife. those fucking guys are in shape. Yeah. <laughs> that is why it is a year round event. Round? These, are, these are athletes. They're circular. That's that's definitely for no, sure. No, no. Look at that oh, guy. Look I at mean, this. He's built like a twig. I mean, he's rough, and I mean, you can Which, see almost both of his front teeth. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. fucking pretty, pretty impressive. It's grit. Sure you know what? I'm wondering if they have like a table somewhere that holds their beer, because if you had to play this game sober, I am totally against it. And we should change the channel. No, the guy with the backwards hat back there is probably holding that guy's beer. You think so? Oh, one guy, guy's, one oh, guy is holding a beer while he throws. Is it? Is he? On the other side. Hang yeah. on. Hang on. Hang you on. You got to do that on. for no. balance. Counter right there. Balance. Right there. Okay. Is he? Is it a beer or is it, it an energy it, drink? Is that if a if beverage? It's an energy oh no, that's a beer. That's got to be it. If if it is an energy drink, then that's fucking like uh, what do you call it? A sponsorship? I bet it's Strike Force. Uh, I guarantee it's Strike, it's Force. Strike Force. Yeah, no, Strike Force official no, drink of Cornhole no, Masters. It's in a can. No, it? it's in a bottle. Yeah, it's in a bottle. I can't see. I'm looking off of a fucking reflection of a jersey. Okay, Maybe. and there's no reason you can't put Strike Force in a can. Yeah. We yeah. put it in our cans all the time. Hashtag butt chug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this this uh, episode brought to you by uh, strikeforceenergy.com. Check them out. We, we are actually watching something that none of you can see. Exactly. And, it's and you're listening to it. <laughs> you're, you're watching our reaction. 
I know. To a cornhole game. Which we can do that on a later <laughs> date. No, but ser- seriously, uh, while we're watching cornhole, uh, there there are a lot of stories that we have, especially being involved in sports. I mean, we decided to do this show for a reason. We didn't just decide to, hey, let's try to do a sports show and be funny. Uh, no, you guys are too. I, and in all seriousness, I've seen both of you guys perform. I'm seeing you perform. Uh, oh, are you coming? Short- yeah, I'm coming. Oh, awesome. Me and the wife are going to go see Jeremy. Uh, and then uh, we will see you whenever you're you're performing, I think, as well. We're going to try to at least. It's on Pornhub. I know. Uh, but you are That's also on pretty multi- multiple though. videos on Pornhub. Yep, 30-second yep. clips. Yep, exactly. Don't worry, it's not really a clip. It is the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Start to but, finish. Yeah. <laughs> Scotty fluffing, clear <laughs> up to the load blowing. Yep. Uh, but that is right. For what it's worth, you guys are very, very good at what you do. I, I'm, I, I tell the story about Derek all the time. I saw you uh, actually going to see uh, Derek at uh, Barleycorns, if I remember correctly. No, I think it was. It might have been Barleycorns. I thought it was that one in Derby. The best, best kept show in... No, it wasn't in Derby. I know for a fact. In comedy. Barley Those two corn? guys from uh, Dan Frigolette and whoever the other douchebag was. They, you were a mid, and and Jeremy Jeremy was hosting, and and he opened. Okay, okay. and I'm pretty sure it was on barley at Barleycorns because it might have been. But uh, but I was impressed by you. That was the fir- very first time that I actually actually saw you. Or, okay, or actually actually, I mean actually saw you. That was the first time I didn't even meet you. I went up and saw Derek afterwards, and mm-hmm. then later that year you came into our fantasy football league. Right. So uh, I saw you. I thought you were extremely funny. I loved the fact that you were you had a baseball uh, jersey on, even though it was a Royals jersey. I didn't hate the Royals. Right. Uh, and then uh, Derek came on afterwards and did a great show. And I was impressed by both of you guys. I mean, so if you do get a chance to go out and see either Derek or Jeremy uh, perform, I sure as hell am never going to perform on stage. That's for damn sure, unless it's stripping. But other than that, uh, these guys are excellent to go and watch. So please look them up. Derek Alders and Jeremy Joseph, uh, go out and see them. They're great, great stand-up comedians. Ah, oh, go on. I know, right? I know, right? Well, I, I mean, I tell, I, I've said it, I think, once on the show, but it's, but if these people are, are new listeners, I saw Derek for the very first time, and, and I, I did not want to go. I did not want to. I love Derek. Uh, sincerely, but I did not want to go and see him do stand up com- or to be, be a stand up comic. To me, Derek was just a guy that had a lot of jokes whenever we were doing the draft. Because for, I'd say, like the first two years, uh, we weren't really that close. I saw no. you once a year for the draft, is basically the only time that I ever saw you. And Jeremy wasn't in the picture because he wasn't a part of the draft. And, and for those of you guys who do not know, our draft is pretty legit and pretty serious. Like, even if you're in the toilet bowl, you're still trying to win. Yeah. And so we have a good group of guys that uh, really actually do care. And Derek's wife is a part of the uh, of the league as well, and she's actually done quite good the last couple of years. She so won one year. Yeah, she did win one year. I uh, didn't. I didn't help her that year either. I told right. her no. No, so it's it's a very very competitive league that everybody actually gives a shit as opposed to some leagues where they're just kind of thrown together and they just nobody cares halfway through. Mm-hmm. This one actually is a good league to be a part of, and that's why we kind of have a waiting list to even get into it. To be honest with you, yeah, we do. Every single year, somebody doesn't or somebody doesn't show up or can't show up to draft, and we do a live draft. Yes, which which is the whole idea. Way of, more fun to do it that way. Oh God, mm-hmm. yeah, ten times more fun. Instead of just sitting here looking at a fucking screen, look like, at a phone, oh, make your pick, oh. click. There, there are some people, and I'm going to quote a George Carline, uh, they make their picks like old people fuck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just fucking him hawing and agonizing <laughs> over, you know, who's going to be my 12th round third string running back. Right. And it's just fucking pick one. Let's go. We've been here for two fucking hours. Yeah. You, you know, it, 
no matter who which guy you pick at this point, they're going to be about the same. Yeah, just your that shit chances are you're going to put them on waivers anyway later. Just right. fucking go. That pisses me off in the NFL draft when you're yes. you're like you're the number one pick. You've known you're the number one pick for months, and, and they are, take and, ten and there's to twelve a, minutes to do it. There's a clear cut number one guy. Right. You've interviewed these guys. You've worked these guys out. You've known all these stats, and then it's like, all right. Number one on the clock, which usually is the Cleveland Browns. It won't be next year, but we'll say it is the Cleveland Browns. And until the very last second, they're like, all right, with the number one pick in the NFL draft, the Cleveland. And then they get it wrong. But most teams (laughs) get it right. Well, and what I would love to see in the actual NFL draft is is a fantasy football draft moment Mm -hmm. where like the the New York Giants – you know, with the twelfth pick in the in the NFL draft, the New York Giants pick running back Tim Johnson out of North Carolina, <laughs> and somebody comes out. They've already been taken. <laughs> <laughs> He's or, gone. Or the other teams are being represented by people that sit in the front row and just talk shit on that That's guy the whole so way back funny. to his desk. He's already been taken. Or when the, in the fourth round with He's the hurt. number seven pick, the Arizona Cardinals select John Williamson, yeah. Cornell. Ah, he tore his ACL. He's out for the year. Yeah. (laughs) Every year. Or the one fucking guy, you know, who, like, four picks down, somebody makes their pick. Oh, God damn, that was going to be our cop. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Live in, live reaction of, like, the team next to draft. Like, fuck. Yeah. And and, and the lead, we we do have some, like, pretty pretty cool rules. Uh, uh, We now have the Maddie rule, which I thought was pretty funny uh, because we have a friend that's named Matt that, picked i think i want to say it was like three people that were hurt they were on ir ir all, in a row all in a row all in a row went back like, it was like sticker spent, up. it was like he's hurt or where <laughs> and then back. it was like all right well i'll take that's a, i was You're waiting for his, paying any attention no. i was waiting for his fourth pick to be like Keyshawn johnson, johnson yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was getting so much shit by the second time he did that. Then when he went up for the third sticker and he was hurt we were just all like oh god Maddie. yeah but um but yeah, and we also have the Brody rule, which is yep. a really cool rule that we do. We have a, a good friend that we called Brody that passed away in a in an accident, and uh, we have a rule that he one year he, he took or the last year that he was alive he took a kicker. He took Justin Tucker. In Justin the third Tucker round. in the third round. So now from here on out, and he was excited. He's like, I got he, the best kicker. He came back. Yeah. He was sitting at my table. He came back and he was just like, I don't know. Was, do you think that was a good pick? And he sat right next to Pat, and then Pat just looked at him. He's like, Yeah. <laughs> Patton just was trying to hold it back, and he couldn't. I think like, wasn't Justin Tucker a defensive end? No, Justin Tucker was the kicker, uh, kicker for, the for the Ravens. He's still the kicker for the Ravens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, wasn't there a defensive end for the Giants named Justin Tucker? Justin Tuck. 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 Yeah. Tuck. Fuck that guy. But I hate actually, his rule. I his fucking rule <laughs> I think that won the fucking Patriots the AFC Championship. <laughs> right. That I, fucking Tuck rule. Hate yeah, it. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think I think Patton actually looked at him and just goes. I think it was just a little early, and and the, and the poor guy, you know, Patton's but, the asshole. In yeah, our Patton's league. the asshole in our league, and yeah. we love Patton, kind of. Yeah, yeah we we, we love assholes. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> Hashtag butcher. <laughs> yes. But uh, but now, so so since he's passed away, we now have a, a rule where we stop the draft after the second round, and we all draw out of a hat to see uh, which which pick we get. We all take a kicker in the third round to uh, uh, to honor Brody. So I think that's a cool rule. So so we have this camaraderie between all of uh, the people we play fantasy football with, um, but we only see him once a year. Some of these guys. Yeah. And uh, and, and that's probably one too many. 
<laughs> well, we for a couple to. of them, yeah, like my <laughs> wife. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's exactly where this show started. I'm I can't... in deep shit. She listens to this too. <laughs> she does, yeah. I'd force her to, but she listens to it. <laughs> it's kind of like sex. I oh, force her to, but she does. That's a bunch of bullshit because she 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 will intermittently tell me and be like, "That show was awesome," or "That show is really good." It made she me doesn't laugh. tell me that. Well, she's not going to tell you. She's not going to give you any fucking criticism or any positive reinforcement. Well, she gives me plenty of criticism after sex. Well, duh, because you have a tiny dick. <laughs> Just she, because I can't reach your larynx doesn't mean... <laughs> yes, that is... that is. Uh, I'm the fluffer, not the blower. When when Derek Just gotta get it, finishes, it Katie usually says, Derek's, are you in yet? And that's, you know, that's, when it, <laughs> that's how we know it's over. Welcome to the Derek sleeping on the fucking couch episode for the next six weeks. I might be late these next few weeks, guys, because... It's probably going to fuck my neck up. <laughs> Sorry, from her hitting you? No, this, the couch is uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, gotcha. You should get a more comfortable couch. That's that's what the, the real lesson here is, guys. Get a comfortable couch. Yeah. Oh, get man. a sleep number couch. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so that was this whole idea of the show. I came to Derek and I said, hey, man, I, I want to do a sports show. I want to do a sports talk show, but I want it to be funny and I want you to be able to do whatever you want to do, being a stand-up comic. And then uh, uh, we asked Jeremy to be a part of it. Yeah, and I like, said, do you no. Know, you were like, do you know anybody, do you know else, anybody else funny that, would? that yeah. would do that? And I said, not really. And then <laughs> like, I was just scrolling through Facebook and like Jeremy had posted a meme and I was like, all right, well, maybe Jeremy, I guess. <laughs> so so I was like, what are you doing? But and true. Jeremy was like, well, I'm fucking doing autoerotic asphyxiation right now. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of busy. I've got a belt around my neck and my hands are full. <laughs> but I said, well, would you like to do the show? <laughs> Jeremy's like, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. I love the guy who does autoerotic Well, I love him too, but I'm a big Carradine fan. But uh, I love the guy who, in the middle of jerking off with a noose around his neck, would still return a text. That is my favorite guy in the world. I actually, it was on FaceTime. Oh, God. Yeah, so I just kind of popped in. It was it was Facebook Live. Oh shit! It was Facebook Live, is what it was, and I and I hit the like, and, like, and then Jeremy's like, "Hey, you're watching." I'm like, "Yeah." I don't guy, know why I'm watching, but I'm watching. The and guy who would be sitting there going, "I gotta take this." What's up? <laughs> so, so long story short. Uh, Jeremy comes on. We do the first episode, and the first episode is one of my favorite ones that we've ever done by far. Just right. because of and then we ran out of material. Well, well, no, because <laughs> yeah. because Jeremy told the 1984 Kimmon County T-Ball Defensive Player of the Year mm-hmm. award winner. Yeah, story. So if you have not listened to that episode, please do go back and at least listen to the first 15 minutes. That's where Jeremy goes off. And 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 truth be told, listen to all the episodes, not just that. Well, one. not just that one, definitely. But but truth be told, Jeremy told that story and then told it again. Mm-hmm. I'm. I was laughing just as hard both times. It's a great story, and it explains the 1984 Kingman County T-Ball Defensive Player of the Year award winner. So do a, was, do a, do yourself a favor and check that out. It was hilarious. I don't want to say it was the worst moment I had on stage, but it was the most <laughs> awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just because they weren't, you know, like hating it, no. hating what I was doing. They were confused. They were legitimately. Yeah confused by what was happening right and, and i didn't know at that time how to how to solve that issue. yeah i think my well, worst moment on stage i did a show uh 
it was Todd Yon was in town. Everybody, lo- we all love Todd Yon here when he comes to the club. He's a great guy and fucking hilarious. Bob and, and Tom legend. We yeah, we all would uh, shotgun kind of emceeing for Todd basically. Mm-hmm. Like so, I would do the Friday show and then somebody else would do the Saturday show and somebody else would do the Wednesday show. Somebody sure, and we just kind of mix it up that way. And I ended up doing I think it was the Friday show and Friday early show. I did great. I killed. And then the second show came on and I just ate shit, which usually late show, it was Friday or Saturday. And usually the late shows on the weekends are pretty rough. They're already drunk. And I got, I Friday got, late shows always the worst. Yeah. They're tired from work. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to be there, but they don't want to be at home. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. So and, they, and this is like the people who are young enough to still have energy at that time, they're at the club. Yeah. And the, so it's the adults with money who really don't want to be there, but don't want to admit they're yeah. so old that they got to go home by nine thirty. And yeah. nine out of ten of them don't know who they're there to see. They're just yeah. there. Yeah. So I fucking eat shit the second show. And I remember the club, the guy that ran the club. His name was Mark. He's kind of a southern guy, and he's and, and he goes, "When you're doing like that, you just get the fuck off stage and just let them do their time, and you just cut your time short." But I was t- always taught to fill my time. I'd only mm-hmm. been doing it like a couple of years, and so. <laughs> Fast forward like a year and a half later, and uh, one of the guy that runs the club here in town now went to go buy a car, and uh, they get to chatting, and he's like, oh, you, uh, you're you a comedian. Are you out there at that Looney Bin Comedy Club? And he goes, yeah, yeah. And he goes, yeah, we went there last year, and man, the guy that was there, the the head, the last guy, man, he was really funny. He uh, it was around Riverfest, which is a fe- white trash festival we have here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Wichita. they used to book him then because that was the best way to compete with Riverfest because that was their best, the best comic that came through. And he goes, oh, okay, well, then you would have seen Todd Yawn. He goes, yeah, and the middle guy, he was he was all right. He was pretty good. And he goes, but that first guy, ugh. <laughs> I think we all felt bad for that guy. <laughs> and that was me. <laughs> so, <laughs> And it's, it, it really is, uh, you know, I've only bombed real bad a couple of times, but in, in, in good experience comics, when they bomb it, best thing in the world to watch. Yeah. Cause I mean, they know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. They, you know, we get to do it so infrequently that we're still questioning shit. Is, are these jokes even actually funny sure. or not? Whereas they go and they get laughs all the time with their shit. So they're not questioning the material. They're right. not questioning their legitimacy as a performer. So they just have fun with it and yeah. fuck with the crowd. Whereas I'm sitting up there just, you know, panic mode. Oh my God, I'm ruining the fucking show. <laughs> and, and it, it really, I mean, everybody's looking at you. Oh, duh. And you took that position to be up there yeah. front and center going judge me <laughs> that, that really is the name of that game and you feel so rejected yeah and i mean it feels almost like a personal slight in fact the only couple of times that i've really bombed i mean i i was more pissed oh, i'm sure felt bad i'm sure motherfuckers you want to blame it on the crowd so bad like they just didn't get me and, and yeah. a lot of times it is their fault <laughs> I never, I never, I never can blame the crowd. I always blame myself because I'm like, I, I should. Like I went up and was. I used to. I'm trying to. I try to get away from all of it now. But I used to do fucking just real low brow shit. And I remember I walked in on a ladies' night and I was going mm. up and I was like, oh, I know this joke's gonna eat shit, but I'm gonna close with it. <laughs> and I did, and it ate shit. And I was like, well, at least I learned something. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I did a ladies' night up there one time where I have a eight minute 
bit about the time a girl stuck her finger in my ass. Oh, God. Which usually does good at, like, bar shows. Because I'm, I'm sure. used to performing in front of, like, drunk bar flies. But Thursday night is ladies' night at the Looney Bin here oh. in town. And that ladies' night, those ladies are actually ladies. And right. um, <laughs> it's like the book club. What what? Let's pick something different to do this week. <laughs> And they're usually in their 50s. Right. And boy, were they a bunch of fucking prudes. It was sold out that night, oh, mostly God. of middle-aged oh. prudish women. And I was stuck in that bit. And they it's a still bit make that you, those? Yeah, yeah. No way. But it was a bit that you can't uh, stop in the middle of. <laughs> so and, you were committed right, at that and, point. And I, I, I mean, I'm sure that there, there is a way. But I, w- I wasn't a good enough comedian to understand that. I'm like, shit, yeah. this is what I've started. I got to fucking finish it. And they are hating me for it, too. I walked two people out of the room oh, that night. Oh, shit. And it's my first night of hosting for that weekend. And two people left because of the host. I'm like, Ooh. fuck, they're, they're going to tell me not to come back the rest of the week. But no, they're like, just don't do that material again. Because oh, I, I went up to the front to the manager. And I was like, yeah, I, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I really thought that material would be good. And and they could tell that I I wasn't being defiant. Yeah. Because there's a lot of comedians that go, no, fuck that. This is my shit. This is my art. Yeah. Whatever. I did that, <laughs> which was yeah. great. Well, well, the the cool thing, though, is is that I got to see both of you guys when you were kind of, I don't want to say in your prime, but... When we were already on the were, downhill yeah, of our I never had our you prime. Were, you were established. You guys have had multiple hours being up. In yes, front of yes, people, yeah. and and so you you learned you you learned everything, and you and you guys killed it. Whenever I was there, I laughed my ass off to Jeremy, and I laughed my ass off to you. My favorite was uh, the, I worked with I opened for Rob Schneider two times when he came through here, two separate times. Yeah, and, and the first time I had maybe like the I think I was supposed to do ten, and I had maybe twelve minutes total, mm-hmm. and I was doing ten of it, and I was like, all right. So I had my shit all figured out what I was going to do. I'd rehearse it over and over and over again. It was a sold-out show. It was at the old club. It held probably two, over 250, uh, 250 people. And right before I'm getting ready to go up. That's the, a big A-list room. The, mm-hmm. the club I mean, owner goes, what you do? He goes, I don't want no innuendos. I don't want no nothing. You be squeaky clean. No cuss words. No sex stuff. Nothing. And I'm like fuck that's like <laughs> half my shit and i've reworked everything in my head now like right before the show starts i have to retool everything and i <laughs> i got through it and i didn't do bad by any means i didn't bomb and then but i should have done way better and so the year later he comes back through town and i was like hey can i i can i open the show again and he said yeah that's fine and they come up to me again and they were like don't no innuendos, no nothing. And I'm like, I'm doing what the fuck I'm going to do. I'm not getting paid for this. I, I'm not going to eat shit. And so I went up there and I did exactly what I was planning on doing the whole time anyway. And after the show was over, I got like two texts and then they wanted me to go work one of the other clubs like in Little Rock. <laughs> and I was like, all right, we're good. <laughs> no, but you you guys are, are a lot of fun to watch. I've seen both of you again. Yeah, we get it. I, we're I get great. It. You guys are great. But uh, what's your sports connection? Uh, like, where where did this this obsession come in? I know where mine came in. I mean, for the other, those of you guys who don't know me, I, I I played college baseball. I I was first team all state in '06, and that was my love of baseball. That's where it happened. My stepdad uh, kind of brought me up, and and he was a great baseball player. You know, you know my stepdad, and yeah, and he was back in back in the day. He was an excellent baseball player, and so whenever and my, a great fluffer. <laughs> 
Yeah. I got that's, that's where he that's got where that from. I yeah. got that from. does not far fall far from the tree. That's, right. Uh, and and my my mother my mother and and uh, my uncle were all kind of athletes and Mark was an athlete who was my stepdad and and my dad was an awesome awesome my real dad was an awesome, you know, cheerleader and but I didn't get to spend very much time with him. But uh, that was where my love of baseball was my stepdad and my mom and and he coached me all the way from whenever I was that was our kind of connection. You yeah. know, whenever he wanted to marry my mom and I was just like, hell yeah, because this guy's, you know, one of my best friends and taught me how to play baseball. So uh, that's where that came in. And so that's where the obsession started. So I went through Mark and my dad loves the fucking bears. Yeah, I like your dad. I know you like my dad, but yeah, he likes you too. But anyway, so uh, that's where I come from. I come from that side of, of the obsession. And then we had season tickets to the Wichita State games. And that's mm. why I'm a huge Wichita State fan since I was like four or five. I can't even remember. But uh, what about you guys? Like, what? Where, where was your obsession? Where did your obsession start I don't with like this? Sports. Um, so full <laughs> of shit. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I would say, you know, from a, a very little kid playing catch and stuff with my dad, uh, as Kevin Costner, you know, improperly puts it, having a catch. Having Fuck, a catch? I fucking hate that. <laughs> Field of dreams. <laughs> yes, I Dad, know. you want to have a catch? Nobody catch? fucking says that. that sounds, you, it sounds like something you get after you fucking a, a hooker unprotected. Yeah, exactly. You want to have a catch in a STD. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, during the uh, during the summertime, that was kind of our big thing. You know, weren't in school, so we had no bedtime, and we got to stay up late, and we'd sit out on the back porch in lawn chairs because the Royals were never on TV. They, I mean, they just... Back then? Yeah. Were they on the radio though? Yes. Okay. So we would listen to them on the radio. Okay. And uh, you know, they I didn't grew up have with... TVs back then, did they? They they had them, but they weren't good. But they black and white? No, no. We had God colors. Damn it, dying. he's not. We're not that little. Fucking oh, old. I thought he was pretty old. No. Oh, eh, well. Fucking shit. I swear great. to God, I'm gonna fucking walk <laughs> off this motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Here's sorry. The... I get the jabs for like, fluffing and shit. Um. Anyway. But so anyhow, you know, I, I grew up listening to Fred White and Denny Matthews yeah. on the radio, list, you know, calling Royals games. And, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough when I was you know, growing up, up until I was eight years old, the Royals made the postseason every year. So there was always something yeah. to root. I mean, they didn't make it every year, but most years but those, they won. That was the years around with George Brett. Yes. Mainly. Yeah. Okay. They had a practical all-star team yeah. at one point. And then, you know, when I was eight years old in 85, they won the World Series over your Cardinals. Thanks. Um, and uh, then they went on a 30-year drought. Yeah. But I had already been hooked on them and every year died a little mm-hmm. when, they, when they would come up short. And then come up way short and then be the laughing stock of the fucking major leagues. But I, I just never stopped rooting for my guys. And, um, you know, I played some baseball. Uh, we didn't have a high school baseball team. I'm from a very small town, about 400 people. Mm-hmm. So if we'd have had a baseball team, we'd have had no track team. So <laughs> okay. it was, um, you know, that, that was just kind of the, the reality of it. But we played summer ball, and, and I, got, I got pretty good at it. And, uh, you know, I'd considered playing some college ball. I got hurt, hurt my hip and uh, really couldn't go much further. But uh, not that I necessarily would have. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for a bigger guy, I was real good – uh, defensive outfielder, mm-hmm. uh, you know, defense, that's my yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. T-ball up. Um, but, you know, like in football, uh, my brother, for some reason, was a huge Houston Oilers fan. That's weird. And, and he was six years older than me. Well, he saw there was a, a legendary Monday night football game where Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell, Just man. tore the shit out of the Miami Dolphins. And, like, it was the greatest 
running back performance ever on Monday Night Football, and I guess he fell in love with him. And then my brother was six years older than me, so I wanted to be like my brother. So I became this huge Houston Oilers fan. Um, but when they left Houston, Tennessee, uh, I, I kind of followed them to Tennessee until they, they kind of made this decision that we're wiping out all the – the previous records, and uh, we're going to start anew. So Earl Campbell is not the franchise rushing leader. Right. Eddie George is, which is at, at that point when they did that, I kind of said, you know what? The team that I know is dead. Right. So by default, I became a Chiefs fan. I wonder if the Houston Texans took on that. Nope. They did T- not. The Titans are the same franchise. Right. Yeah. I, I just didn't know if same they Same colors if, and everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. In fact, they were the but, Tennessee Oilers <clears throat> for – a year or two. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right, yeah. I, I know I'm right. I followed them. Oh, yeah. okay, well, so I got to be witness to be the fan of the team who was on the losing end of the two biggest second-half comebacks in playoff history. Yep. Of uh, the, the Oilers and the Chiefs. Um, and, God, for in the 90s, for so many years, the Oilers were the class of the AFC mm-hmm. and should have gone to the Super Bowl so many times and just kept petering out in the fucking playoffs, just like what the Chiefs do. And uh, <laughs> so I got to put some of the blame for that on me yeah and um <laughs> but you know I, i've just always loved the mainstream sports uh k-state been a k-state fan a lot of my family went to k-state you, okay you did you graduate from k-state i, I didn't go to k-state oh, um, okay but uh, a lot of my my family did and sure. so it was just i was kind of raised to be a k-state fan and mm-hmm. when all growing up k-state football especially they were the Number one losingest program in all of Division One college football, which is crazy to think <laughs> yeah. about now. And in 1988, you know, I was rooting for them. Then at the end of the 1988 season, uh, Sports Illustrated ranked the 107 Division One teams, <laughs> one to 107, and K State was 107th. And <laughs> uh, next year, Coach Bill Snyder comes in. Mm-hmm. By 1998, they're ranked number one in the nation. And it, right. nobody has. I mean, it, it's the greatest accomplishment, coaching accomplishment in the history of sports. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody's ever pulled of a turnaround like that. You're biased. N- no, I mean, that I, I can't find one example that even <laughs> can comes you, Can you close. imagine nine years of how great Les Miles would be if in nine years fucking yeah. KU is number one? They're the fucking worst. They're the worst college football program, I think, now, period. <sighs> uh, they've been damn close to it. I remember watching PTI and Michael Wilbon just saying almost to scrap it. Like, it is just, it is the the worst. That know. was on PTI, like, two, three years ago. I don't know. That's, ah, that's a stretch. They're in the they're in the Big 12. That's a good, yeah. that's a good conference, yeah. but uh, Pe- I... People always gave K-State shit for scheduling cupcake teams in their off, off uh, non-conference yeah. schedule. Dude, they used to be the team that cupcake scheduled so they'd have somebody to beat up on. Right. Yeah. I mean, they were the absolute worst. It's hard to... Put into words how horrible they were. A lot of, I yeah. think, some of the better high school teams maybe could have beaten them. That's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. But at least, at least now, you know, now that we're here and and, mm-hmm. and nowadays, uh, KU is going to get that, and I hope they take an absolutely huge nosedive. Either that, or uh, they use some of Bill Self's money that he's spending on basketball players for the college football. Team. I would like to see them crawl back into relevance. I don't want to see them be good. But mm, I don't even want to. I don't even want to see them. Be I just want it to be something to beat them. Yeah, that's me. But anyway, what about Derek. you, Derek? Well, it was never easy for me. I was 
Born a poor black child. <laughs> oh, God, don't do I, it. I, rem- I remember the days sitting on the porch with my family, singing and dancing down oh, in Mississippi. That was actually the beginning of the jerk. The jerk. <laughs> yeah, from Steve Martin. <laughs> One of the greatest comedies <laughs> of all time. I'm sitting here going, oh, plane crash right here. <laughs> oh. That's a great movie if you've never seen that movie. It's <laughs> oh. fucking hilarious. It but, would uh, so never fly today. No, oh, no, like a lot of great movies wouldn't. Oh, man. But uh, no, for me, I grew up in Illinois. I grew up in kind of like one of those, it was, I, I don't want to call it really a border. <clears throat> it was right smack dab in the middle of Illinois, but like where you were, I lived at, either you were a Cubs fan or you were a Cardinal fan. It was 50-50. Which is weird to me. Yeah. I mean, it was it was two and a half hours to Chicago and three hours to St. Louis as a drive. So it was okay. like right smack dab in between almost. And my dad was a Cardinal fan, and my or my stepdad was, and my mom was like, you should like the Cubs. Since your stepdad's a Cardinal fan, just a fucking, just fucking needle, needle fucking, yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, I did. And my stepdad tried everything. He bought me fucking Cardinals baseball cards that I fucking paper clipped in the spokes of my bikes or clothes pinned <laughs> them in. And, God. Yeah. And so I started out with baseball that way. I remember I started collecting baseball cards. I think it was 1990. One of my friends did, and so I was like, "Oh, cool!" Did you get that card? I didn't. I don't know if I ever got the Randy McCann. <laughs> Upper Deck was a little expensive back in 1990. I was still getting tops with the bubble gum and shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. God, that was good gum. Yeah, that was terrible gum, but Jesus. good cards. I so. cut my mouth on that gum. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I did that and started collecting cards and doing that, and then got real big into baseball cards all through high school, really, and then. <clears throat> Moved out to Kansas when I was 18, and actually, believe it or not, football-wise, in the 90s, I didn't watch a lot of it. I didn't really Which surprises me. Yeah, I didn't really get into football until probably, I'd say, high school. We watched the Super Bowl, but I sure. don't remember a lot of them. Uh, I rooted for the Cowboys, believe it or not, when I was oh, younger. Oh, God. It was the 90s. It you was like, Aikman. It was Emmett. It can was you hear Irvin. my eyes rolling? <laughs> I was going to say, you want to kick them off the show now or wait? Oh. I did. And then I moved out here. He got ki- better. I moved out here to Kansas Ugh. when I was 18, and I kind of started all, i not started all over, but I had started to get into football when I moved out here, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I'm going to root for the home team. I'm going to root for the Bears, and so really, 1999, <laughs> 2000 was when I started rooting for Chicago back when they had like Jim Miller, Shane Matthews. Right. Uh, I mean, we weren't great. We It was right when, right about Erlacher's rookie year. Oh, Okay. Um, so that's when I really started. And then I got more and more diehard as it went through the Cubs. I've been a fan since as long as I can remember. My grandfather used to always have the games on. They were always on WGN when I was a kid. Yeah, but I remember that. And, uh, my grandpa always had the games. Yeah. I actually have the bell now that he's passed away, but it's got a little Cubs logo on it. When mm-hmm. they'd win, he would call his buddy that was a Cardinals fan and ring the bell on the phone. Oh my God. That's like, going to be us, cow, isn't it? Cubs that's, win. Oh my God. That's so going to be us. I've Nobody makes phone bell. calls these days. And then I got into hockey, and I rooted for the Blackhawks. And you would root for the Blackhawks. And I've Hawks. always been a University of Illinois fan. A lot of people think I hate the University of Kansas because Bill Self went there, uh, but that's that's that threw gas on the fire. I didn't yeah. like I didn't like KU from I was out here because we moved out here when I was like twelve and lived here for like a year and a half, two years, and moved back, and then I would come visit my stepdad in the summers occasionally, and because uh, I'm super close with my stepdad, mm-hmm. and uh, I was at my like a buddy at my stepdad's house we were playing poker and uh i was 15 maybe mm-hmm. and uh ku was playing and one of the guys that was in there was like look at fucking roy williams he's a goddamn cry baby fucking cry roy all you do is fucking cry and i started watching the game and i was like man that guy is fucking crying a lot 
And so from then on, I just didn't like KU. That was the oh, that was the one thing, and I was like, fuck them. And then I moved. <laughs> because then I, a man showed emotion, and men ain't supposed to cry. I'll tell you what. I never wore a Band-Aid when I was a kid because my dad told me they were for pussies. Sure. So, <laughs> That's the same reason I didn't wear a bike yeah. helmet. My mom said, you look like a pussy. And yeah. <laughs> That's right. Jesus. So, I, and that's why I don't wear condoms to this day. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, sure, it burns when I pee. But by God, I'm a man and it should. That's, that's why your wife actually said, that looks like a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> she pointed right at it. But, uh, it goes inside. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, but that's, so that's why I originally didn't like KU. And then I, after living here and being around KU fans like crazy. Mm-hmm. Then and then Bill Self left and then I was like, no, no, all right. Roy now Williams. it's Roy Williams left. Well I didn't care that Williams left. Bill Self left Illinois. Oh oh to oh, go I to, K- I to and I was an Illinois fan and I was like, all right, motherfuckers. Like I went from a a, a pretty strong dislike <clears throat> to a hate that borders on psychosis. Well at least <laughs> they picked up a real good coach in his stead. Who's the, oh yeah Bruce Weber yeah yeah and then I was like well after a while living out here I was like well I'll root for a Kansas team it was before I knew Scotty I didn't really care about Wichita State that much sure and I was like I'll root for a Kansas team I was like I'll root for I like Frank Martin mm-hmm. so I was like I'm gonna root for Frank Martin yeah. and then fucking Frank Martin leaves and I was like as long as they don't hire Bill Self because I'd wanted Bill Self fired for years right and then or not Bill Self but Bruce Weber I was like as long as they don't hire Bruce Weber. And then they hire Bruce Weber, and I was like, well, fuck this. Yeah. I, I'm not going back on this train. Right. So, And then I started going to games with Scotty's stepdad, and we talked about how disappointed he was in Scotty and kind of bonded over that. <laughs> Thanks, man. And about how like Scotty would print off porno pictures <laughs> like instead yeah. of just jerking off to him on the screen like a normal human being. Right. He, 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 would, actually... he literally would print them off, and then he had like, Scotty... He what actually told me that printing off the porno pictures was the thing he's most proud of <laughs> with Scotty. <laughs> and and that's real disappointing. Yeah. So, was, I mean, it, it just porn. gets worse yeah. from there. There was no penises on there. Uh, well, not what I heard. Oh. But uh what? So anyway, <laughs> so then Scotty started so I started going to games with his dad, so then I started kind of rooting for Wichita State, and that's really about the only Kansas team I root for outside of the Royals and I kind of got to watch the Royals. That's a Missouri team. I know. Okay. I kind of got to watch the Royals. It's in the name, Kansas City. I get it. I got to watch them kind of bloom and, and peak because like, yeah, I yeah, started bo- going. I was going to games because like, my dad lives in Kansas City, and I was going to games like crazy just because it was something to do, and it was something for me and my dad to go do, kind of like do stuff that we didn't do a lot of that when I was a kid. Right. He took me to Yankee Stadium. I don't remember it. He took me to Dodger Stadium, and I was like eight, and I don't really have a lot of memory of that. But uh, we started going to Royals games together, and I started going to probably – they used to have a pack they would give out where mm-hmm. it was like buy one, get one free on tickets. Of course, because so they tried. They were say, bad. They were bad. Oh, God, yes. You could get upper deck seats for six bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I remember six – it was six years ago, seven years ago, when they played the Cubs last time in Kansas City, and I remember standing in line, and I bought tickets to all three games, and I think I paid like 75 bucks a ticket. Which was like so. It was I was in for two twenty five, and I remember people still being able to get GA tickets. General like day of the game, you could get tickets. And they walked up to the window, and they just wanted the cheap seats. The guy was like, "God dang, man, these are fucking twenty dollars a ticket." And I look oh, wow. over, and I just started laughing. And he's like, yeah, "I guess you're probably used to paying a lot more than that, huh?" And I was like, "Shit, in Chicago, they're like two hundred a ticket." And this is 
fucking Kosuke Fukudome, Alfonso Soriano years, we weren't good. Yeah. Chuck McElroy. Yeah, they be the Royals beat us two out of three. Because I remember when that game was going on, we had. I had. I don't know how this fuck this happened, but I would start chasing autographs from players, and so. I, my first autograph I got out of game was Todd Wellemeyer, who ended up pitching for the Royals for a little bit. I get a Todd Wellemeyer autograph. I actually shoved a kid down to get it. Uh, <laughs> you fuck it. That's true. That was at Wrigley. I shoved him, shoved him you down. Shouldn't have been out in the, the fucking way. Yeah. Okay. So Wellemeyer signs my hat. And I dropped it on Wrigley Field, and I fucking was like, "Oh my god, touch the field!" I was just like, "God, it was like a, amazing to me." And he signs the hat, and the next year he's traded the Royals, and so I'm like, "Fuck." So I go in on the next year, I get Ronnie Cedeno's autograph, who was a big shortstop prospect we had. And he was up in the majors, and I get his autograph at Wrigley, and I'm like, yeah, he gets traded to the Pirates. I'm like, fuck. So then I started, like, everybody everybody I get gets traded. So then I started chasing down players I didn't like. So, like, (laughs) one year, we had two second basemen. We had Mike Fontenot, and we had Aaron Miles, who used to be a Cardinal. And they were both fucking awful. And I got both their autographs on one ball. The only two second basemen we had both fucking traded the next year. <laughs> one cut, one traded. You're the curse, bro. And so then I remember Samarja was pitching at that Royal Series. I was like, Samarja, Samarja, because he was fucking awful too. I I still hate Samarja. And they treat him like he's an ace there for a little bit, and he wasn't. And I remember he got fucking shellacked that game. And I went during the during the national. I had to go to the bathroom. The national anthem was playing, and I I didn't care. I had to go. And so I was taking a shit. Oh, <laughs> so you're that's a real hard dilemma. Like, do you still stand while shitting for the anthem? You absolutely do. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I take a knee while shitting yeah. during the anthem. That's that's how I do yeah. it. I will I get, say I, I get a lot of shit on the back of my my Duluth <laughs> trading company the toilet. jeans. Yeah, like I went to use the bathroom and mid shit, that's like, all right, here come. Please take your hats off and stand. And I'm like, uh, okay. That was. That Head off shouldn't have been the hard part. <laughs> that was, yeah. He could have done yeah, like that. Duck, duck walked out to where I could see the flag. Like, I, God, we're going to piss some people off with this. <laughs> so it was the most peaceful shit I've ever taken. I will say that. But uh, I remember in there. I'll still never, will, I will never forget my Facebook post after that, that game because we got slaughtered. And I said, uh, and Samarja got rocked. And I said, well, today me and Jeff Samarja had something in common. We both took giant dumps at Kauffman Stadium. <laughs> Only mine was in the men's room, and his was on the pitcher's <laughs> I, uh, I believe I said something like that in, uh, what was it? it was uh, 2015, uh-huh. no, 2016, after the Royals had won the World Series before, and uh, God damn it, who was the guy, the starting pitcher for the Royals that... Uh, Ventura? Been, no. He got killed? No, not him. No, the other funny story. Uh, <laughs> The, the guy whose dad died the day That's he pitched terrible. that game six. Uh, was it Volquez? Or, no, Edison it was Volquez. Game, game two, yes. Edison Volquez. Uh, he had come in in 2016 and, I mean, gave up like 10 runs in the first two innings, just got shelled, and I posted on Facebook, well, at least you know your dad didn't have to see that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. Oh. It's funny because oh, it's man. true. Oh, that's fucking great. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> I love it. Which, that's awful. When you're when you're being paid what you get paid to do oh, what you do God. and work only every fifth day. Oh. Fuck you if you go out there and shit the emotionally, bed. Emotionally, poor guy. He didn't. He doesn't follow me. I know, but he, a, he listens emotion- to this podcast. Probably. I know. Now he's gonna fucking have Hitman come and kill you. And then I, I used to, I, I used to be a Laker fan too, 
Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, when I was a kid, I actually thought Magic Johnson's first name was Magic. Oh, well. So I was like, I was like six. Well, dumb kids, you know. Yeah, and I know Jeremy's joke about Magic. (laughs) That's not my joke. Okay. But I thought that was his real name, and so I was super. I, I I've been a Laker fan, and then like I said, when they got LeBron, I was like, done. Yeah. So now, right now, my fandom is up for auction, and my so, uh, my football uh, fandom is up for auction. As I well. told you, you just need to fucking go. With me, I and your can't dad. do it, man. I, I won't root against you. I won't do that. You know, my let, dad's let, a Bears let fan. Let us cheer for a team together for once, Scotty. Nah, I, nah. Got, I I cheered for your Shockers. That's true. And what happened to him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Final four. Hey, we made it to the final four of the NIT, and we thought we were going nowhere all season. No, so. no the fi- the final four when they that was the year I started rooting for them. Oh, oh, oh! That was yeah, the year your was, dad started oh, man, taking that me. Was the best. Your that was one of the best years of my life. That was the year your stepdad started taking me to the games, best and I went to like life. four games that year. And it's weird. This your stepdad does so many things with Derek. Uh, not and really. Nothing with you. Not really. Uh, no, That's, no. Me and my he's, dad. He, he has said, "I'm the son he never had." True. Right. He has said that. Yeah. But. uh no, he said he all, get, that he get rid of that wanted. stepdaughter that he's got. Right. Yeah, he said he always wanted a boy. Yeah, yeah. you're such a <laughs> No, no, like uh, total class act, my, both my dad and my stepdad. Uh, I would agree with that. Yeah, they, they, they both are. and Because uh, they think I'm funny. Well, that too. Yes. Uh, but no, One no, the, no uh, my stepdad and Derek are, are, I mean, you guys started hanging out before me, you yeah. and I did. I was his bartender. Yeah, you were his bartender. So he uh, he'd go and he'd talk to you and drink with you and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I'll be honest you with you. Do. Usually, stepdad having a personal bartender doesn't usually wind up with happy stories. No, no. <laughs> Normally, it's you know behind the bar on your knees kind of thing. Well, I was. It was that kind going of bar. There okay, with it, it was. But, uh, <laughs> it, it was. Yeah, it was out in front where everybody sure. could see. He put on a show. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, but but anyways, I, I wanted to go over. Uh, have you guys ever had any uh, like really funny stories at uh, ballparks? No, none. <laughs> just shut it off. Oh, just, just right now, just get rid of that fucking step on that fucker like a cockroach. <laughs> Jeremy's nope. banned from like six of them. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I, I I got thrown out of uh, of uh, Arrowhead Stadium once. Ooh, oh, do tell, do tell. Oh, very well. I'll go on. Um, <laughs> it was a preseason game, and my wife and I had uh, gotten uh, tickets from somebody who owned who had season tickets. Right. And uh, they were playing the Cardinals, I believe. And they, the people who had the tickets just didn't want them. They gave them to us. They had three seats. There was only two of us. I couldn't even sell it ahead of the time. Well, oh, a scalper offered me five bucks for it. It was a $75 <laughs> ticket. I wasn't going to do it. Oh, God. Um, and so, uh, anyways... We get there plenty early. It's just me and my wife, and uh, we're tailgating, grilling. Somebody stole our fucking grill. Oh, oh shit! It. We, we we bought the most expensive one that that Walmart had to to sell, and <laughs> fifteen bucks got to use it once. <laughs> no, it, it was, well, if it, it came was like, from Walmart, you weren't going to get to use it more than probably once, once or twice anyways, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, it was it was like forty five bucks. Oh wow! Suncoast, Suncoast, motherfuckers, Sunbelt. Or Suncoast. Or Sunbeam. Sunbeam Sun- is the shitty brand they sell. It is the least important part of this story. That's what I know. <laughs> um, but so anyways. Uh, well, I'm going to fucking blast my Sparkomatic on the way home. <laughs> fuck yeah. You got a base cannon? <laughs> Get you a Jensen subwoofer. Yeah. Some Lanzar Sparkomatic. Five six by nines. Fuck yeah. Jesus Christ. Anyways. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we're drinking a bunch before the game. Well, 
I'm drinking a bunch <laughs> before the game. Uh, my wife knows she has to drive. And uh, so we go in the game. And the seats we have are like on the 30-yard line, but they're last row up before this one special row on the on the first level. Uh, this special row right behind us has this little like ledge, this table thing in front of them that goes all the way around the, the stadium. But they get like their ticket price includes like two liters of soda and right. uh, little snacks, peanuts and M&Ms and shit and little cups that you get. And I think that's unlimited. But anyways, uh, they play that song Black Betty whenever they're about to do the the opening kickoff and everybody stands and claps, right? And I'm holding like my fourth stadium beer. Uh, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, 80 in, bucks I'm, I'm into this <laughs> about 200 bucks. I've, <laughs> yeah. We've taken out a second mortgage on the house so I can drink more. And, um, <laughs> and I asked this guy behind me, hey, can I set my beer here on this ledge while we clap? No. And I just kind of shoot him this look. And he goes, uh, we paid for these seats. You didn't. I'm like, oh, you fucking dick. Because I guess these seats cost extra. Let the games begin. So, like I say, this is a (laughs) preseason game. The starters are playing the first half. And so I decided I'm going to ruin this game for this guy. So (laughs) I I stood right in front of him the whole game. And wherever the ball moved to, we had that open seat, and I would move to that spot just wherever I could get in between my eye line you know, the eye line between sure. him and where the ball is. But you haven't discussed the open seat yet. Yeah. Well, I said there were three seats. Oh, I couldn't oh, oh, sell gotcha. the one. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. He's um, he going to sell it for I five bucks. That. That's my fault. Pay attention, Scotty. Sorry. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I'm, I'm just pacing this open space between the seats, staying in this guy's <laughs> fucking view. <laughs> and security guy comes down and he says, uh, hey, buddy, are you ever going to sit down? I said, I don't know. Why? Well, you're kind of abstracting the view for everybody. You know, I said, well, you know, I paid for this seat. He didn't. And (laughs) he kind of looks at me funny. And and I go, apparently that's the rules around here. And he said, well, you've paid for the seat you're in, but, you know, that you didn't pay for that space over there. So you need to stay in front of your seat. And I pull out the third ticket and I just, I go, (laughs) <laughs> and I put it right up in his face and he goes oh okay and he walks away well after the halftime um i decide i'm not done being a dick yet <laughs> and so i'm the starters aren't even in now but i'm still doing all this shit and uh i've sad. had several more beers at this point <laughs> growing ever more belligerent and just still stewing about we paid for these seats you didn't it's a fucking preseason game, you <laughs> fucking asshole. So anyways, and, and I was completely oblivious to the fact that the seat in front of me on the back is a cup holder. So <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't need this guy's ledge. But I was. this was 14 years ago, probably. Sure. And so I was much younger and just so full of piss and vinegar. And again, this security guard comes down. And he said, sir, can I have a word with you? And he brings me up to the little, like entryway, the... I don't know what you call that. Where the fucking concourse or whatever. And he's there with this other gentleman who is enormous. Another security guard who I later found out was uh, on the chief's practice squad, a guard (laughs) on their practice squad. Jeez. And this guy is like, sir, we really would appreciate it if you would sit down. You know, you can stand up at the appropriate times, but you're really obstructing people's views. 
And I just fucking go off on what a dick this fucking guy is and how I have the right to do whatever the fuck I want. I paid for these seats. He didn't. And I'm tired of people fucking getting in my face about this shit and just showing off how much. I'm just as good as you are. Fuck, you ain't better than me, you know, this shit. <laughs> and he uh, he goes, sir, I'm going to. Actually, the, the bigger guy steps in. He goes, okay, you got two options here. You can go sit down and enjoy the rest of the game or you can stand here and be belligerent, <laughs> which is it going to be? And I look at my wife who was shaking her head, <laughs> to which I misinterpreted it to mean, you the man, go for it. <laughs> so I said, I'm going to stand here and be belligerent. Fuck this. And next thing I know, this big dude has me tied up like fucking arms crossed. He's got me in some kind of hold I can't get out of, saying that I put my hands on him, which I didn't. I don't think. I don't really <laughs> remember a whole lot. But they're escorting me to the front gate oh, with nice. my wife following, who is just proud as she can be at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming oh, that when yeah. we get out, she's going to carry me to the car on her shoulders. <laughs> it's a long walk. But it's going to be a parade ticker tape. Look at how fucking badass my husband is. He don't give in to nobody. They take both of, of my tickets. They didn't take hers. But, uh, yeah, that was a, a long ride back to the hotel. And uh, so, yeah, that was the time that I got kicked out of an NFL stadium. Nice. Derek. Nice. <laughs> I've got a... I got a couple. One's kind of a quick one that doesn't involve me. And the well, other we're at an hour, so we it's got one super quick. No, you're good. I'm just telling you we're at an hour. Okay. Uh, so one of them is about uh, just a horrible people behind me. Uh, nice. This one. This one. It, I the Cubs are. It's an eleven and a half hour drive for me to drive to Wrigley. I so I I try to every year or is I'll it really fly. That long? Yeah. Oh, we're flying. If so we I, I've driven it plenty of times, uh, but. So I'll go to visiting parks. Like I just went to Texas to see him play not long ago, a few weeks ago. I went and did that. Yep. And uh, I'll go to St. Louis and watch him play. I took you to St. Louis. Yeah, I you went, did. I went la uh, last year with my dad. I took my, my dad to St. Louis to watch it. And my dad's more a Royals fan now than anything. But I mm -hmm. gave him a Cubs jersey to wear. And we're watching the game. It's did the he guy, wear it? Yeah, he did. The guy next to me. Mm. Uh, I, the other, the guy that was sitting next to me actually is from like San Diego and brought his brother, but he was originally from Chicago and they would go in like to different parks every year and meet up and go watch a Cubs game, which is pretty cool. That's neat. Yeah. And so I was chatting with him. Super nice guy. And then the game's about the second or third inning. And here come the people that are sitting in the seats behind us. They'd been empty until about till now. What inning and is this? About the second or third inning. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's it's the game's been going on. We already had the lead. We were up one nothing, I think. And uh, this chick comes down, and she's just that's the middle in the middle of the inning. And so they're playing whatever song, and she's sitting there just dancing along, and she's got her cup, and she's beer sloshing out of it, and it splashes it on the guy that's sitting next to me. And the guy turns around and he says, "Hey, real politely, he's like, hey, would you mind be would you please be a little more careful? You know, you're spilling your beer on me." And the, the guy next to her was, or her boyfriend or whatever, is like, he's kidding. And he's like, no, like, you're really spilling your beer on me. Would you just please more, be more careful? And she just starts going off like, you're in our fucking field. You're in our field. You fucking, you just deal with it. You're in our field. What a fucking asshole. Like, all pissed off about it. And so then she starts getting 
down like literally in my ear because i'm sitting next to him and just i feel her hair fucking smacking me in the back of the head oh no she's screaming at the top of my lungs right in my ear every time the cardinals would score do something or score and i remember we hit a two-run home run that took the lead and i almost lost my fucking voice for a week because i jumped up and was just yeah at the top of my fucking lungs going nuts over a fucking four three lead in the fourth inning you know like we just like that was a walk off and we just won the world series and the guys that her boyfriend just starts in on me and i think they were leaving early and they were losing i think i at one point i even turned around i go where are you going (laughs) that was they were the most obnoxious fucking people horrible I, I mean, not not every not every person that happens to be a fan of a team that we hate is a bad person. Not every no, those people were, but those people are assholes. Yes, the my one of the funniest things I've ever witnessed at a fucking baseball stadium was at <laughs> Kauffman Stadium. We're uh oh, can, me uh, and a buddy yeah are in line at one of the concession stands to get like uh they have like specialty hot dogs they'll have like a Chicago okay. hot dog or a Texas hot dog and nope so that's the story I'm thinking of so keep on going we're in line to get this hot dog and uh, all of a sudden and the line's long and these people are moving at about a snail's pace right <laughs> and if you have never been to Kauffman Stadium uh the staff looks like they all just got out of rehab. So they're very, <laughs> and some of them, very true. Yeah. And some of them didn't graduate. They just left. So, and, and the great thing about that concourse right there, that's where everybody throws their trash away also. Yeah. And it's baking in the sun. Yes. Yes. And so it smells it's delicious. It just hot concession stand garbage. <laughs> yes. Wafting through the whole place. It smells like a dumpster. So, and I've been in a lot of dumpsters. So we hear, uh, true. I'm standing in line. The line's moving slow as fuck. That's where I lost I'm, my virginity the second time. I'm watching these two ladies work, which are probably the only place they can go, and then it's right back to jail. Uh, right. Yeah, because they're probably on work release. Probably. And I hear, I hear, fuck you, bitch. And I'm like, did that lady just say that to a customer? Me and my buddy are looking. And nope. She said it to the other lady in the concession stand. <laughs> And these two women fucking just start going back and forth at each other, just oh, screaming, God. fucking spitting, cussing. And, like, part of me is like, I really want a hot dog. I'm not getting it from this stand now, but do I watch the beginning or do I watch the game or do I watch fucking this shit? Like, that was the greatest thing I've ever fucking witnessed at a baseball stadium was watching those two fucking people just go at it. Yeah. I, uh, <sighs> I, one time, it was my first game back at Kauffman Stadium. Well, it had been Royal Stadium the time, the previous time. It had been 25 years since I was there. And uh, I brought some baseballs. I was hoping to get some autographs. Turns out, I guess, I don't know if it's team policy or major league policy, but like the bullpen pitchers, they can't sign autographs during the game. Right. So I decided to go around to the workers and get autographs from them. And oh, I've, nice. I've got pictures all over of different fans. This one little fucking kid, he, he couldn't have been more than five, six years old, knew everything about the Royals. Nice. I mean, yeah, I was asking him, you know, who's your favorite player? Because Zach Grinke was on the team at that yeah, point. I so I figured that. that's Mark Tian. And he knew all of his fucking stats. The obscure third baseman. I, I mean, just he, he was good. He wasn't great, but that was his favorite player. And, I mean, he knew the stats of everybody. And I'm like, you fucking loser. <laughs> I don't even know. But my friend Jamie, 
uh, there was one guy out in the outfield manning the uh, Fox Sports high def cameras. Yeah. And so my my friend Jamie, who at this time, I don't know if most cell phones had cameras in them at this point, but he had a regular digital camera. I think ca- phones had cameras, but they weren't good cameras. Yeah, they probably So he cameras. hands me his digital camera. He goes, you're going to have to take this fast. And goes and jumps behind one of the cameras like he's running it. And I take the picture. <laughs> and then and the guy manning it, he can't leave his stations. Hey! Hey! And Jamie just starts walking away. <laughs> and just, I mean, I start following behind him because I'm getting ready to tell him, you know, we need to duck into a bathroom because I think we're about to get thrown out. This would be two for two for me in Kansas City Professional <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> but, I mean, we got way the fuck clear around the curve and you could still hear this guy. Hey! <laughs> hey! I mean, he wasn't even calling for security. Just hey! Like, like at some point, we're gonna turn around. And, oh, you talking to us? Oh, we'll come right on back. I don't know if you know. We knew what we were doing was wrong. <laughs> I didn't even know he was gonna do this. Oh, so shit. you know, just kick him out. But yeah, uh, just uh, just yeah. What 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 did you think was gonna happen from yelling? And it's not like he fucked anything up. But I'm I would. Betcha. I, I think at the time I, I looked it up and uh, those professional high def TV cameras, $300,000. <laughs> yeah, sure each. Every bit of it. So <laughs> I'm sure they were not happy about it's what like happened. Like hopping behind but, the wheel of a Bugatti, like, hey, get this picture real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, by, but, and take it 60 mile an hour. Yeah. You would have thought he would have got security, get that guy. Nope. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> Hey! <laughs> and there's some other guy that's like, hey, way to go, buddy. <laughs> hey, way to go, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, there's still a picture of I do of that at work Facebook all the somewhere. time, and some of the people don't know the, the reference, but it's hilarious. Like, hey, way to go, buddy. And they have no idea. They just kind of turn around, look at me, and go, what is that for? <laughs> it's from the first episode. You're doing a great Give job. Give a listen. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Yeah. Um, I don't have one. I don't have a really funny story from being at a, at a, at a ballpark. Uh, no, I take the back. I take that back. All right, we're going to go back uh, to when I I want to say I was like 16. And uh, I went to the Big 12 championship game. It was uh, Oklahoma versus uh, K-State. You're going to remember this. I remember this very well. Yep, it was at Arrowhead. And uh, my family, a lot of my family is from the Norman area, like uh, Edmond, Oklahoma City, and and, and I'm talking like all of my family. This is by... That's such a weird name for a town. Norman. Norman? Yeah. That's uh, like a boring-ass name for a guy and a eh, weird name for yeah, a guy. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Eh, whatever. My dad had a pickup truck named Norman. Yeah. A true story. Yeah. You're welcome. It was a rolling pile of shit, wasn't it? It was, yeah. See? See? It's probably a very, always... ne- probably a very neutral color. <laughs> but Nor- Norman... Like beige. Why don't they just call it Oklahoma City? I... That's, that's it's, it it's, it's a suburb of, of South Oklahoma City. Anyways, uh, Oklahoma was, uh, at the time, I want to say that they were their no- number one ranked team in the country. I can't remember. This is when it, it was a while ago. Uh, at this point, yes, Oklahoma had right when when uh, they played the first time in the season. K State was ranked number two, okay, and Oklahoma was just getting into the rankings because they had beat the dog shit out of Texas, mm-hmm. but nobody thought they could hold up to K State's defense. Okay, go on. We go to the Big Twelve championship game, and uh, I was with uh, like my step aunt. It was kind of weird. It was, but but it was people that I knew very very well and, and still talk to to this day. And uh, it was my step second cousin or some shit like that that I was hanging out with. And we got the better seats. But the better seats were in the K-State section and we're all Oklahoma fans. So uh, he had been pre-gaming going into the 
stadium. And then my uh, step aunt and uncle sat across. Uh, we, we could see them, but they were up in the nosebleeds. But, you know, they were far, far away. My step cousin, as excellent of a human being he was, uh, was getting me beers at nice. 16 years old. And um, I will say this. The K-State football fans that were around us while we were wearing Oklahoma shit all over um, were the most supportive people when we scored on the first drive and never scored again. They kicked the ever-living shit out of us. Oh, you're talking about 03. 03? When K-State... Okay. Wait, oh, yes. Uh, I was okay. 16, so that's exactly right. Okay, this was a whole different story. At that point, Oklahoma was not only ranked number one, but had been classified as pro- perhaps the best college football team of, of all, all time. time. They were saying yeah. they could beat the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Was that, was that yeah. what, Jason White? Was that that year? Uh, uh, no. no jo- year, year yes, before. Jason White. Was it Jason, Jason White? White? Yes. Yeah. I don't remember. This Who is- had not been touched all year until K-State started sacking him, and then he didn't know what to do. This is how much I remember. I remember that first drive, and then I had, I at that point, I want to say my second beer, because what would happen was he would leave, and he would go and get a beer, and at that point, they didn't card, they didn't care yeah, if you had two, two beers, yeah. right? So he'd bring them back for me and and all of the k-state fans around me automatically assumed that i had to be at least 18 19 i didn't look it uh but there's a guy behind us after we were down by however many points and it was the game was out of whack and i think my my aunt and uncle actually left by halftime because we were getting our ass kicked so bad uh he had pocketed hot damn and gave me a shot yeah, of hot damn. You're gonna need this. Sixteen. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, I know you guys are having a terrible time, and, and kudos to him because yeah, we, it was a rough, rough game to watch. That was the game that made Darren Sproles a household name. Uh, he was a stud that game. Yeah, screen pass after screen pass. If I remember correctly, he also ran back a touchdown after right after we scored. If I remember correctly, he he did a kick return for a touchdown. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so by the time that I get back to the car because they had to take me back to my parents that. We're on the opposite side of the family. So I'm with my stepmother and dad's, my biological dad's family. They are taking me back to my mom's and stepdad's Mm -hmm. side of the family. My stepdad picked me up. Your friend, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And my stepdad picked me up, and I still to this day don't think he's told my mom how fucked up I was when I got into the car whenever he picked me up. Because your stepdad's badass. Because my stepdad is badass. (laughs) It's not that funny of a story, but... I'll, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like. I thought story. you were talking about when oh you won the na- went on to win the national championship. No, in uh, two two thousand, which uh, no. Everybody says, were there any <clears throat> negative effects of Y two K? Yeah, Oklahoma won the national championship. Hey, Amen. <laughs> With no, a team no, that shouldn't have the newspaper uh, for the Wichita Eagle the next day after K State beat Oklahoma, the game that I am referring to actually said, "Oh, you better believe it." Yes. And uh, that was that. It was a stomping. I can't remember the 35 score. to 7. There you go. 35 to 7. L. Roberson and uh, Darren Sproles back there. L. Yep. Roberson quarterback. God damn it. I'm trying to think of who the. Uh... Who cares? All right. Doesn't matter. But, anyways, so this is a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. We had a little mm-hmm. bit of fun. Didn't have any just, rules. Just a little bit. What? Yeah. Just a little bit of fun. Why not? not too Why? much. Not too well, much. Well, make fun. more fun, Jeremy. God damn it. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I got you, can't... you. I got it. There you go. Kazoo. <laughs> and by the way, 
we are not brand specific yet. <laughs> so if we could get a kazoo sponsor, if any kazoo companies want to sponsor us, I don't think that exists. No, there's. Uh, well, what's this one? Toy Tunes. Toy Tunes. Not a sponsor, by the way. Yeah, but Toy, toy Tunes. Yeah, Toy Tunes kazoos. We're looking right. for sponsors. That's the first time I've ever done a kazoo. <laughs> so Scotty, yo, let's say that I just really wanted to blow the fuck out of this. Like, say I wanted to pull a Marty McFly. You know, Johnny mm-hmm. Be Good, you know, that sure. new sound you're looking for on the kazoo. Uh-huh. What would I drink to to prep myself up for that? Strikeforceenergy.com, man. I would go. I would drink a website? Yeah. It's pretty fucked up, Scotty. Yeah, man. The whole thing. Strikeforce. Just, just drink no, it No, seriously. Uh, I, I wouldn't print off <laughs> pictures of it? No. And, and jerk off to them? No. Because <laughs> I do. Fuck you and fuck you. Strikeforceenergy.com. It's a great energy supplement, especially for your printer. You can actually put it in there for the ink, and automatically nude pictures will come out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Strikeforceenergy.com. Very good additive to an energy drink. You put it in a bottle of water, shake it up. Uh, they come in 10 individual packets inside one box. Uh, use the promo code. Ooh. This is tricky. Yeah, use oh, the promo code. Oh, yeah, that's no, I'm just misspelled. Butt chug. Use the promo code. No more cans. Possibly butt chug. Yeah, if one doesn't work, the other one will. Exactly. Now, hang on. There's probably loaded down with sugar, though, right? No, no sugar. Really? Yeah. Well, how much caffeine's in it? About the same as a cup of coffee. Well, that's not much. No. No and calories. It's gonna give me energy. Yeah. Yeah. Blow kazoo. Yeah. Absolutely. Because because listen. <sighs> so if I drink. No, actually, you're, you're going to want something like this particular issue that you're going to have. You're going to want like straight syringe into your It's called anus. anus. It's called yes. anus. Oh, right yes. into my anus. Yes, that's right, called. Right, the, right, right into my yes. anus. Right, yes. right in the pipeline. That's more of a funnel. Right in the dirt sure. pipeline. Yeah. Sure. Oh, you can go funnel mix it, or you mix can it with just, water. Then, then the flavors don't even matter. Or you can just squirt the gel right up there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah it's, I forgot. Well, it's, it's water. It's, it's liquid based. It's not a gel. Well, it Whatever. depends on how long you leave it in the freezer. Yeah. True. Freeze it. And it's it, freeze it to solid. give it a gel type quality. Then That's masturbate with yeah. it. Yes. Okay. I see what you're saying. Lubrication. Right. Right. But anyways, check them out on StrikeForceEnergy.com. They have four flavors right now: orange, lemon, grape, and original. Or Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Yeah. Nick Foles. Uh, hashtag butt chug. Uh, anyways, uh, guys, we really do appreciate it. This was a, a fun episode with no rules. No rules. Just right. I don't know. Yeah, that's not our slogan. You guys. That's take somebody us, else. You guys take us out. All right. I don't know. Unfiltered. All right. <laughs> We're going to get I'm gonna, wacky I'm gonna, here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take us out. For the host, Scooter McGurman. Yes. I got finally called that. And for the wreck himself, Derek Alders. If you, what, let's see, what, what all do we got? We got Twitter. We got, uh, we, we got, got Spotify. Oh, we, got, right. uh, we got, we got Twitter. We got, we're at the unfiltered crew. Yeah. Jeremy's got this, Scotty. Oh, Shut the fuck up. Sorry. Yeah. Twitter. Scotty, what do I say? At the unfiltered I crew. I don't know what to do. I've never talked to You want me to step in and do it? Yeah, which mind? Okay, sure. Okay. <laughs> Unshut the fuck up, Scotty. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Scotty. my bad. Okay, you can follow us on Twitter at the unfiltered crew, right? Yes. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and uh, like and follow because we do actually have quite a few uh, videos of us uh, doing this show, which uh, automatically start playing, which is kind of nice. Um, all of the Go Fuck Yourselves are going to be on there. Uh, and that is at uh, Facebook. Uh, search for the... Dot com? Unf- Huh? Facebook.com? Yeah, Facebook.com. All right. Thank God. Huh. 
that is the Unfiltered Sportscast. You can also uh, follow us on. Well, I'm trying to. I'm sitting here. Oh, YouTube, which is the un. Or I'm sorry, Unfiltered Sportscast. Uh, subscribe and notify. Obviously, it's free of charge, but at least it'll let you know whenever we come out with a new video. Uh, and then we're on every single platform that you can possibly think of for podcasts. We're on Podcast Attic, iTunes, uh, which if you have an Apple, use the podcast app. It's a lot easier. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. We're everywhere. So if you look for Unfiltered Sportscast, the Unfiltered Sportscast, nine times out of ten we're going to pop up. We are from the Wichita area, so if you are searching for the Wichita area, it's going to come up pretty darn quick. Uh, but we weren't even close to being done with this podcast. Not even close. Not even close. You want but, to take us out. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. But uh, do check us out and follow us and subscribe to us. That means a lot. And uh, we always like to say, if you can, please tell your friends. If you like us. If you don't like us. Tell your enemies. That's exactly right. And until next time, guys. Send nudes. <laughs> and take the filter off and make it dirty. That's exactly right. You see the way right. I fucking closed that show? I showed the both you motherfuckers. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Take care. <laughs>